1: hello and welcome to the become your best podcast and webinar series i'm your host and our vice president here at rise up for you i'm going to introduce our guest today he comes to us all the way from the netherlands robert Overvek is going to talk to us today about our mindset the ability to adapt in this ever-changing world He and his team empower people to develop their own adaptable mindset, to develop mental flexibility, which after the last few years we have seen is so needed and necessary. He's going to talk with us about learning how to create mental space to find new possibilities, new creativities. In our rapidly changing world, we keep feeling the impact of unpredictable events to which we have to adapt. Robert and his team teaches us how adaptability helps you feel empowered and finding new perspectives. His Adaptable Mindset program has been applied at several Fortune 500 companies like Chanel and Heineken and multiple SMEs and innovative schools. They've also supported over thousands of students and solopreneurs with their online program. Won't we all want a more adaptable and calm mind? to deal with information overload, and be able to keep our sanity in an always-on world. Robert, welcome to our podcast. We're excited to have you on today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, Lauren. Wonderful.
1: Absolutely. So how did you get into the science of the mind, into the adaptability, which is so needed? Were you doing that pre-pandemic as well? Were you kind of intuitive in the necessity of this ever-changing world, or is this a newer adventure for you?
0: Uh, I think we've been working on this for, I think the thinking has been going on for over a decade and we've been actively pursuing this for five to six years. So it was pre-pandemic and and it came to fruition because I saw so many people within large organizations, universities, did not really have the ability to like think for themselves, uh, come up with their own thoughts, uh, adapt, be open to new ideas. And I was like, and, and, and that results in that people get stuck in positions like they get grumpy and they, you know, they don't live their life to the fullest. And I was like, guys, this is totally not necessary. <laughs> you know, wh- why are we doing this? And um, that's the reason why, uh, why we started with this, um, yeah, developing this, this methodology.
1: You know, I was so intrigued in a couple of your different kind of phrases and things that you focus on. How how do we keep our sanity, A, and how do we do it when we always feel like we have to be on? Will you talk more about that?
0: Yeah. So I have the feeling that I always need to be like off. Um, so almost uh, the complete opposite. And in the intro, you already mentioned, you know, I am able to work with like high profile clients. Um while i still have the ability to remain off you no know, exercise create mental space go for walks um take care of my inspiration imagination because if you're just constantly consuming content if you're constantly just reacting to what other people are sending out to you yeah then you will get just like superficial thoughts it's very superficial ideas superficial reactions but we also need time for for deep thoughts and for yeah for just, just exploring and letting our mind wander you know who still has the ability to let their mind wander because when we feel that their mind wanders then ah, there comes the phone and then we you know we look at that thing again and uh, if you so it's about breaking those habits it's about finding replacements it's about creating structure in your yeah, in your week, in your days, where you do take that mental space, where you do take that walk without a podcast, without music, without mm. etc., where you wake up without your phone, where you don't plan your entire day back to back with meetings. Um, and for some people it sounds impossible, but it is actually possible. And the, the best thing to do is take this like step by step. Like so we've got an entire list that we can share as well with like 20 different hacks, like small things that you can do, and just pick up one hack every every week, see how it works for you. And then if it doesn't work, stop doing it. And then find another one and just keep on experimenting and stacking and gradually creating more mental space. So yeah, that you can also create more space for creativity and for mental wandering and for imagination. Mm,
1: so good. I can relate, you know, to the it feeling impossible sometimes either not to be productive, quote unquote, and I I love the saying or the thought that rest is productive and shifting my mentality around, well, I have to be doing something, then I'll get more done, then I'll be farther yeah. along. And the opposite is true, but it's really, for me, it been a challenging retraining of my brain. Have mm-hmm. you found that for most of your clients as well?
0: Uh, yeah, most companies, most organizations, it is um, back-to-back meetings. Everyone is always uh, stressed. But actually, if you look at um, you know some of the entrepreneurs who most of, most people look up to, for example, Steve Jobs was known for taking very long walks and procrastinating, and. Uh, letting his subconscious mind wander or if we look at einstein for example he was known for sailing for three to four hours uh, processing the day but also playing violin and we see it in even the founding father of artificial intelligence he was known for um, for juggling and uh, riding his unicycle so all these people have uh, modalities ways to create mental space you know to disconnect so you can decompartmentalize all your thoughts and sort of re-synthesize with everything again. And I think if you are able to do that in this society, then, man, you have an advantage because everyone else isn't able to do so. Everyone else is just copying what all the other organizations are doing and then putting that on the backlog as user stories instead of developing their own vision and developing their own reality. And for that, yeah, you need first input and then you need to take a lot of space to let that process. Um, So yeah, to your point, we do see that, but we also see in high performance and high performer um, entrepreneurs and scientists that the opposite is also true, that people do take care and take time. Or Sundar Pichai, the CEO from Google, he wakes up uh, with his tea ritual and then with his paper newspaper. So no technology for a very long while, even in an interview, he was also, oh, you don't use your uh, Google Home? And he was like, ha no. And he was like, oh crap, I said I don't even use it. Um, so yeah, technology is great, but it's also great to be able to keep it out of the door a bit, and uh, to let your, give your own mind space.
1: Yeah, so good. Whenever I charge my phone by my bed, I'm definitely going to scroll. I'm going to look at my Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, if I charge it in the kitchen, I'm way less likely. I'm not going to get out of bed and walk over Mm -hmm. and, you know, see what's going on. Same thing. I'll even, you know, sleep without my Apple watch on, for example, so Mm -hmm. that, again, I'm not as tempted. So talk to me about when you go into a company, we have both executives, company owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, the variety that listen to our show. Mm -hmm. When you go into a company, How do you get the executives to be open to not a fully stacked day? How do you change that culture if perhaps you're an employee or a leader in the company, but you're not the owner?
0: Yeah, Um, let me understand. Let me see if I understand the question correctly. So I talk, for example, with a CTO, CIO or, or CEO. And then, yeah, but that not everyone wants to participate in that in that change. Is that the question? Yeah,
1: especially if it's the executives. Let's say that they don't want to participate. How do you, for example, you said you, you know, have made changes uh, with Heineken, for example. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's resistance from certain leaders, or how do you then create sustainable organizational change? Do you talk about the ROI? Do you talk about the creativity and the output and the burnout and how you're going to save employees, you know, from leaving the company, for example, the retention will be higher? Mm-hmm. How do you convince, if if that's the word you'd use,
0: yeah. some
1: leaders that may be resistant to, you know, not a traditional let's stack every minute and stuff every mm-hmm. moment?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the return on investment is a story that you can tell, but... Um... Like, the connection to that is, is, doesn't feel that direct. And also, preventing burnout, yeah. Also, that direction can feel like it's not direct w- while it is. So, you can can talk about that story, but I'd rather relate to people's individual feelings and individual experiences. So, if I would talk with, with like, sea level, then I would try to find stories where people came up with new ideas through creating space or I would show that how we are currently working is that we get um, more of the iterative more of the smaller types of innovation often due to lack of space lack of imagination and then I'll show what other organizations are doing which are if you're familiar with horizon one two and three they're getting Horizon three into one due to technology due to a different vision due to you know having the space to be able to look at the entire ecosystem and then when we work with teams it's actually very easy because often there the the issue is is that everyone is sort of waiting for permission and we've all been doing it in a certain way like how we work with the meetings and uh and much alignment and then we talk with each other hey what is going well what can we improve and how would your ideal life look like and it sounds maybe a bit soft and bit a bit bit vague maybe but then you start to see that hey everyone in the same team thinks that how we have meetings is crazy then oh and everyone is like waking up to the same reality while we were all in that same reality and then so we decided with one organization on wednesday no meetings Fine. And you see people, what a relief, brain space. And then, you know, you can start building from there and then you create like quick wins and you show what the results are. Um, So there's always a way, I think there's always a way. And if there's no way, then there's always the highway. (laughs) You know, you can always, (laughs) I think people will vote more and more with their feet. It's, It's very difficult to get high quality people who also have technological skills, like the market is uh, pretty difficult. So you need to really treat your people well. Um, And it will get you, yeah, people will be happier, but also you'll get higher creativity. So it's, yeah, very logical.
1: Absolutely, it's so good. I love that space creation. We do that here at Rise Up For You as well, where we won't do client meetings, say, for example, on a Monday or a Friday. So again, we have space to create, space to think, Mm -hmm. space to come up with new projects, new initiatives, and that type of thinking space. I've also been retraining my brain even just on the weekends to turn it off, shut it down, have space and time to just organize yeah. my house, which to me is enjoyable, or mm-hmm. you know, take walks or those types of things. Talk to me about some of the favorite hacks that you have, if you will. So you talked mm-hmm. about giving space,
0: mm-hmm.
1: intentionally not having a packed day so that you can allow the mind to have creativity and adapt. What are other things you feel like are important for today?
0: Yeah, so what you also slowly and gradually see emerging is that uh, the element of fun play exploration can be more and more integrated into the day. So how normally people go through the days, uh, they wake up early, start with their phone, you could also not do that, but um, and then have an entire day till five, six, seven, maybe even uh, of just work, of getting shit done. But you know, you can also go for a bike ride at two. You can also do a yoga class. Uh, so I went uh, indoor rock climbing at what time was it? Like three o'clock in the afternoon. Totally refreshed, energized again to you know do a little bit more work. And you now it is possible to integrate these kind of things into your 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 day-to-day, go for a little walk, do or do a, a walk and talk with your colleague when well, you know when when you're not on the phone. Um I think these things. You'll see more. I think you'll need to see more and more of this with the amount of stress that people experience in organizations and um, the type of creativity that we now get out of people. I think, to be honest, that you can be like creative for like three hours a day, and the rest is you now do, doing a bit of your accounting and uh, maybe send an email here and there. But, yeah, t- and to be honest, five days a week holy man that is you know w- without uh, without being connected to what energizes you without refreshment mm-hmm. yeah of, of course it doesn't work it stems from the the era of henry ford when we were all factory workers you know we, when you were used like a like a gear in a big machine and we still do that but but now the the, the challenges are our economy and everything changes so fast and the technology changes so fast. So you need the space to think you need the space to explore because if your competition is doing it, you know, you'll be out of business in a few years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Robert, how do we find out more about your company and what you do? I know your website is the adaptable so www.adaptablemindset.com. What will we find there?
0: What you'll find there, uh, you'll find, um, if you go to uh, to blog tools, uh, you'll find a lot of articles of how you can instill adaptability and openness of the mind uh, in your organization. Now you'll find an online course as well, both for the individual as for the entire organization, um, how to create the right space for change and uh, and openness. And also, uh, we can share um, a masterclass on how to create mental space, which is just um, a brief segment of 10 to 12 minutes with a lot of hacks, methodologies um, to create that space, which we can also gift for free to um, uh, to your audience.
1: Fantastic. I love that. So a masterclass on how to create that space, blogs, and more tools. Robert, we love to ask a question, and, and that is what does rise up for you mean to you
0: good question i think rise up means maybe it means don't wait for permission you know step into who you want to become step into you know the what gives you energy and and keep on moving into that direction to you know follow yourself explore that keep on pulling on that thread of curiosity and that can be your energy for know, creating more of a beautiful world for yourself and for others.
1: Mm, I love that. Well, thank you for the great work that you're doing, for the energy that you give to it, and really for the last decade of allowing companies and individuals to think differently, to almost go back and take a pause and then therefore go forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. oh, Such a needed topic today, the adaptability of our mind and using our mind as a tool. So really love the great work that he and his team are doing. If you're interested in having more success, confidence, even business, we would love for you to consider doing power coaching with us. Did you know for as low as $149 a month, you can coach with somebody on our team here at Rise Up For You. To find out more, go to our website, riseupforyou.com, and then you will see all of our coursework or text POWER to 949-416-0671. I'm Lauren Sweeney, and until our next podcast, Rise Up For